Um, this coming Thursday on March 16th, as many as 50,000 teachers and principals are going to enjoy uh, the industrial action and strike. And uh, with marches, rallies and demonstrations planned in towns and cities across New Zealand, I think it's going to affect something like 800,000 students. Uh, I did see another statistic that um, pointed out that it might be the biggest strike ever. So the strikes have been organised by unions, uh, the Post-Primary Teachers Association and the NZEI, uh, New Zealand Educational Institute. And we're joined by the president of the New Zealand Educational Institute. He's he formerly been, uh, been working as a principal for 30 years. He's the new president. It's Mark Potter, and he joins me now. G'day, Mark. How are you going? Yeah, kia ora. Thank you for having me. Hey, can you remind me again why you're striking? Well, what we've got is a, a long list of um, needs that the teachers have, whether they're kindergarten, primary area schools or principals, that we've been asking for for quite some time. In fact, some of them for decades. And uh, it's got to a point where um, the, the teaching workforce is in dire need and we need the government to listen. We've had two offers that just frankly don't go anywhere near what we need. Yeah. And so uh, this strike is to draw attention from the government. It's not something we like doing. Yeah. Uh, it's not in the DNA of teachers to strike, yeah. but we really just don't have an option at the stage. In a way, I, I talk, we talked about this yesterday on this uh, on this show, um, and for some people, they think that it seems to have come out of the blue, possibly because of Cyclone and other events have dominated the news. How long have the negotiations been going on for? Well, the first teacher negotiations started May last year, yeah. and uh, and so that you've got at least five, I think six, um, different uh, employment agreements that are now uh, have not reached conclusion since that time. So that's why you've got such a large uh, workforce of teachers that are now going to be taking action together. What could stave off the strike? Is there any stopping it? Well, time frame is very short now, isn't it? Um, mm. it, it could be very difficult. Uh, and as I said, there are six different agreements that um, we need to get some better um, options for. So it would be very difficult at this stage to avoid um, the strike occurring if um, something came through, uh, a wonderful offer that all six um, areas would be able to say, hey, that sounds good to us. We might be able to do it, but I really can't see that happening in the short time frame that we have. Is it really about the money? It's about more than just money. Um, and money is part of it. Uh, I mean, um, you know, there was a very good article where an economist pointed out uh, yesterday in stuff that uh, a lot of beginning teachers uh, earn a very uh, minimal amount above the minimum wage. Yeah. Now, this is a profession that used to be respected and valued. Uh, it's been allowed to drop and drop and drop. And uh, it's a bit like climate change. The warnings have been there for years. It shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Um, other presidents of NCI Teriorua have been saying, this is coming, this is coming. Mm. It's a bit like the uh, weather impacts now. It's here. And uh, we've got a situation where we've got plummeting numbers of people enrolling to even train to be teachers. Um, the teacher training establishment is saying they're just not getting applicants anymore. And that's because people are looking at it and going, well, why would I? You know, um, I just um, looked at uh, some figures this morning. Um, someone who worked, uh, would be working in a lawnmowing business, at the hourly rate that I know that the um, lawnmower is being paid, mm. they could work 40 hours a week, which is less than the teacher's work. Yeah. They wouldn't have to work all 52 weeks of the year either, and they would still earn as much, if not a little bit more, than mm -hmm. a beginning teacher with a four-year degree. 
What do you say to cynical parents who struggle? You know, I think there are a lot of parents who support. You know, they want their kids to have the right education and resourcing. But what do you say to the cynical parents who are like, oh, come on, look, we've had so many things to, we've had so many days off for this and that and with the, the last few years. Why do we need to strike, have a strike now? Well, I hear people that um, the last thing we want is disruption right now. Um, but I, I tell you, it won't be any kind of disruption that will occur if we don't do something to make sure we've got the workforce of teachers that we need going forward. Mm. Um, the disruptions will start to be created like we do see overseas where schools are sending kids home because they just don't have teachers. Um, children start to have limited um, options during a day, so you might do a split day. Uh, if you've got no um, teaching workforce, you have to start making those decisions. We just don't want to be there. We know we're not there yet, but we're so close. Um, we need change and we need investment. Just like we need investment in roads and bridges, yeah. we need investments in the teachers. So there, there's one figure that there's, I think one sec, uh, section of um, teachers have got, are getting an 11.7% pay rise, but what's it like across the board for, for what teachers have been offered? Well, what people need to understand is there is a spectrum, a scale of what teachers get paid. So not everyone is going to be getting 11%. Yeah. And those who are getting 11% need it, but mm. they're already so low, the 11% isn't going to get, it won't make the change we need because that's the lowest end of the scale. They are so far behind other professionals, uh, they, they just won't make enough of a difference. So we need a pay scale that will actually attract the teachers and a pay scale and the conditions that go with it to retain them. And we're seeing this in the principals area as well. Principals is a really growing um, area of the workforce. Yeah. Uh, 40% of the principals in the country are within their first three years of principalship. Yeah. That's a scary number. Yeah. And I don't think it improves much when you go out to five years either. Yeah. So, you know, we need to be able to look after them. I'm tired of having principal friends say, Mark, I'm out. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. We're not talking retiring. We're talking resigning. Yeah. And the most common thing I hear is I say, well, what are you going to do? And they say, I don't care. I just don't care. Well, that sounds so that like it. I mean, what sounds like it needs quite a radical overhaul. In terms, well, obviously, and one of the things is the resources that you get. I mean, if suddenly the, the teachers could have all the support staff that they needed, and the workload was manageable, how much would pay still feature if you had, if the job was actually enjoyable, that you could do what you need to do in the timeframes that you have? Well, pay will always be a, a consideration for anyone considering a career. Mm. So, um, you know, if we just put that straight to the side and say, as long as it's comparable with other professional um, uh, careers that they could have, then we're, we're going to be on a winner. Uh, the big um, question then comes, what are the conditions? Because if the pay is comparable with other um, work areas, yeah. uh, it's still not going to keep people or attract them if the work is just that hard. And so um, one of the things in primary schools, for instance, is looking at uh, having more teachers. Now, you often hear people say we need uh, lower class ratios. Mm. That equals more teachers. Yeah. So an example there would be um, how some of the anomalies are created in the education service where uh, my school has around about 300 kids. Yeah. If it was a secondary school, I would have five more teachers yeah. Then a secondary school the same size. Now, what we could do for the kids with five more teachers would yeah. just be marvellous. And okay. the workload of the teachers would go down. Similarly with yeah. principals, they need more management people to help them with the increasing requirements that um, principals have been asked to do. Okay, so last question. You've had, the, you've had the strike. What happens after that? Do you think it's going to get you the result you want? 
Well, we'd like the, um, you know, we, I'm optimistic. I'd like to think that the government is really thinking quite hard, and I'm sure they are. You know, what what do we need to do to get the best result here? And the best result is not just to stop a strike. The best result is to get the education, service, workforce, and learning that we can want for everybody. Okay, I really appreciate your time, Mark Potter. Yeah. Uh, thanks sure. very much. Have a good have a good weekend. Uh, that is Mark Potter. He is president of the NZEI. So, well, fingers crossed that actually what they want, they actually get, to be honest, because um, I do think, it, it, you know, among other things, health systems and all that, our education system is uh, is struggling to attract the, the right number of people. And that's probably why parents um, generally, I think, uh, while they're hacked off, no one likes a strike, there's part of them which sort of go, well, I sort of get it. And that stat about 51,000 for a starter teacher, which is only 4,000 more than someone on the minimum wage, Pretty ropey uh, when you've spent four years getting a degree and uh, got a student loan to boot. This week on The Parenting Hangover, we have a very special guest, Hamish Blake of Hamish and Andy fame of the podcast, How Other Dads Dad, is our guest on the podcast. He's like a dad that I definitely idolise. I'm really excited for this. Here I am freaking out about what we're going to talk about, and then we both just agreed like a minute before it started, just banter to him like he's a regular dad, and that's what we did, and he's just a legendary dad, so I'm, I'm stoked for you guys to hear this one. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.